0: What is up, everybody? I am George Mossy. This is the George Mossy Show TLC Weekly Roundup. Say hello to my co-host, Sharona. So we are going to be talking about A Thousand Pound Sisters and A Thousand Pound Best Friends. We're going to start off with A Thousand Pound Best Friends. We are all the way on episode five of A Thousand Pound Best Friends, and we are watching Megan go dress shopping. And we've noticed throughout the episodes that Megan hadn't been very interested in Wedding stuff, which the girls found to be really weird because when you're getting married, you're usually a bridezilla and you're like shoving wedding stuff down people's throats. And you're like, oh, my God, this is going to I'm going to wear this. I'm going to do this. And your friends are like, oh, my God, I don't care. But She's been opposite of that. She's been very easy to deal with and very non-invasive with her plans. So they're trying to get to the bottom of it. And I think that next week we're going to find out exactly what's going on because there's issues between her and her fiance that they need to get through before they get married. So we also found out that she has some insecurities about wedding dress shopping. So apparently, Vanessa suggested a wedding dress with her back out. And I've noticed a lot of women go with the back out dresses. They're really nice, they're elegant, they're cool. But Megan is like, nah, that's not for me because I don't want anyone to see anything going on behind me on my back. And also, she's in the middle of a weight loss journey. So she doesn't really know what she's gonna look like when she actually gets married which was making the wedding dress shopping process kind of awkward for her because she wants to look her best and she doesn't exactly know what that's going to be by the time the wedding comes. And by the time she left the bridal shop, she actually felt just because she got the dress on and she liked it, she doesn't even know if she wants to get the dress. So I don't know what's going on in her head. I know there's a lot going on. I know she's living with Tina and there's all these issues in her life, but I'm hoping that she's able to get it together because it's been 12 years. She's ready to get married. I know she's ready to get married. So I don't want her to put this off anymore.
1: Yeah, I definitely feel that. Um, But I also do understand the whole dress thing. Because, like, wedding dress shopping is so stressful. Like, it's extremely stressful. And the fact that I just don't think that she found her dress. Because the moment you find your dress, you know it's your dress. And that's a wrap. But I think that she was also being so influenced by, like, obviously like the people that work through the associates there they're going to tell you what they think is going to look best but and her friends obviously have opinions too but when you're looking for your dress like you will not know it's your dress till it's the one and i feel like maybe that's another reason why she's discouraged because she just hasn't found the right one yet
0: yeah you're right i think that if she saw the dress she wanted in the mirror on her she would Mm -hmm. know and she's like i don't even know if i want to wear a wedding dress at all because a lot of people have non-traditional weddings now like mm-hmm. you can you can do whatever you want. You can dress however you want. You can walk on the beach with no shoes on. Like you can do whatever you really want to do. So I'm hoping that she puts some thought into it cuz it's been 12 years. Make it the biggest important time of your life and I feel like that's what she needs to do. Don't rush it. Don't do anything you don't want to do. I want to talk about hidden cameras because we were watching Vanessa put hidden cameras in her house to spy on Jacob while she's gone at fitness retreat which is actually a boot camp which we're going to talk about a little later so what is the consensus on spying on people without them knowing because i'm under the impression that you can't do that but then i put it to twitter and twitter said that well don't parents put cameras in their homes when they have like babies and children to watch them and they're not consenting so like what's the consensus is it okay for her to spy on him is it not okay for her to spy on him because i don't know this is like a fine line right
1: yes um Personally, as a dog mom, like, I have a camera on my dogs, but, um, like, if I had a camera on, like, anyone that I was living with, I'd probably feel guilty, almost, but, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, like, when someone house houses my house, I do keep cameras in my house to make sure that, like, my house is not on fire, but I don't, like, check it to make sure what they're doing, but I understand what she's doing, because she's trying to keep him accountable, but at the same time... Uh, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I'm not a parent, so I can't really say if that's right or wrong. (laughs) But I don't know. Would you would you do that? Like, uh. I
0: don't think I would. Like, I feel like when people think there's no one around, I don't really want to know what they're doing. Yeah, I would be scared of what I would see. (laughs) And it's just like, I don't know. I I know that her intentions are good because she Mm -hmm. it's about his health and his well being and making sure that he's making good choices. And I totally understand that. But at the same time, he's an adult. And it's like he can do whatever he wants, unfortunately. And like walking around naked falls under that. So it's like, oh. what do you like, what do you think you might oh. see? And would it be how traumatizing are you looking to be traumatized? I feel like that's, that's the real question. So it's like, maybe she could have left him some pre-made meals and like lists of things to eat or whatever while she's gone. But I think the camera is a little scary for me.
1: Yeah. I mean, she could also have the cameras in there just in case her sister comes over with food. And then she could be mad at her oh, sister. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, it's still messy.
0: It's it messy. is. It's scary and messy. And I don't even know. I don't want to watch it. I'll be scared to watch it. Ashley went to Dr. Proctor. Dr. Proctor said that he wanted her to go on a wellness retreat. Now, I don't know who we need to blame here because Dr. (laughs) Proctor did not thoroughly explain to her what a wellness retreat was. But Ashley did not Google where they were going. So I feel like I don't know where exactly we need to place the blame. But the girls agreed to go with her. And they thought that they were getting manicures and pedicures. And they were going to be laying out with grapes. And that is not the case. They were literally doing sit-ups, push-ups, crunches, squats. Oh my God. It was intense. Like it would be intense for someone who goes to the gym on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. That would be intense for them. They literally showed up and within like a half an hour, they had them on the ground doing pushups and setups. So I know that this was a, a shock because they literally got ready, put makeup on, dressed beautiful, were ready to have a good time. And then they got there for this. And I just feel like the idea that they went through that is crazy. I know that they need to be motivated, but I don't know if this was going to be too much. You want to motivate people, but you also don't want to discourage people, right?
1: I think that Dr. Proctor definitely worded it incorrectly because a wellness retreat and a boot camp are extremely Mm. different. So they really didn't know what they were expecting. Did she know that it was called Fit Farm or did she just get the address? Because they all looked very confused When they saw the name of this wellness center. That is a boot camp. That is not a wellness. I mean, I get (laughs) that. I mean, it's going to increase your wellness. But he didn't tell her basically anything. He just said, go to this wellness center. Which anyone that thinks that they're going to a wellness center thinks of like massages. Like you said, nails, mud baths, facials. That's what I think of when I think of a wellness center. I don't think of a boot camp. Like, yeah, people will do yoga or Pilates, like, but they're not out there, like, sweating their asses off. Like, wellness and boot camp, I'm sorry, Dr. Proctor, but you kind of messed it up for these girls. They did not know what to expect. I feel like, yeah,
0: I feel like he set them up, you know, and maybe if he was super honest about it, they wouldn't have went. Yeah. But it's like, that was a setup. Like, I, I need to know, like, whenever I'm going to go somewhere new, I I Google it first, just mm-hmm. to make sure I know what I'm getting into. So like I said, I don't know who to blame here. I don't know if I should blame <laughs> Dr. Poplar 100%, or if I should mm-hmm. blame Ashley, because she didn't Google it first to make sure that they were going because in the background of one of the shots, the white van behind Ashley's van said fitness boot camp on it. So I was like, I don't know if y'all caught that. So if you go back and watch the episode, there was a white van behind Ashley's and it said fitness bootcamp. So I was like, see, I don't know who to blame here. Now I'm worried. All right, so I want to talk about A Thousand Pound Sisters. We're on episode three and Tammy has had a plateau where she stopped losing weight and she actually started gaining. And we learned from... Amy that Tammy has this thing or a pattern where when things start to go wrong, she tends to give up and gets overwhelmed and can't deal with what's going on. So what we're worried about is little bit Amy's dog passed away. Unfortunately, unexpectedly as well. And this might be something that is going to push Tammy over the edge. Tammy already feels left out of her entire family. She feels like she's not seeing Gage grow up. She can't see her family. It's been five months since she's been able to even interact with them on an everyday basis. They'll come and see her for a couple of hours. That's all she gets. And I feel like this could be something that could, definitely push her over the edge. We watched a therapy session where she completely shut down. She didn't want to talk about anything that was going on. She didn't want to open up. And we know that Tammy hates therapists. I get that. And it's hard because therapists are very brutally honest and they love to tell you about yourself. So I totally understand why she dislikes them, but they do help you understand things that are going wrong with you that you can change to make things better so what do you think is going to happen here because tammy is kind of at a fork in the road she can either keep working hard even though she's not getting the results she wants or she can do what amy says she does all the time and just give up
1: honestly like i think amy and chris both said it that like when tammy is almost at the finish line she just gives up like she one little setback and the weight gain. Is what I thought was going to be the big setback. But then when little bit passed away. Which is like the most heartbreaking thing Mm. ever. Like I don't know how she's going to get through this. Without her family's support. Because like you said. She hasn't seen them every day for five months. And then all of this stuff is changing. And she's not there to like. Grieve with them. Or you know go through all the motions in the day to day. And I honestly. I really hope that she is motivated and she stays on track because she's so close. And like the doctor said, like, you know, any little thing, like, you know, it could be water weight. There's so many little things that it could be. She mm-hmm. could just any, most people plateau anyways. So, I mean, I just, I hope that she does well.
0: So Chris is having a sp- a setback too, right? Because Chris mm-hmm. is at a one year post-op from his surgery. Now he has weighed in at 299, which is over 200 pounds down from where he started but he is actually 50 pounds minimally away from the skin removal which he desperately needs because he (laughs) said that it is really cutting into his confidence and he he can't be fully happy with his accomplishments because of the way the extra skin kind of droops down and it just kind of sits there and it makes him feel uncomfortable and he said it even makes him have to take extra showers and and cleaning because of sweat so he is also at a crossroads because he's worked really really hard to get below 300 pounds and even though that's a massive accomplishment dr proctor shoots it down and says oh well you'd have to lose at least 50 more before we can have that and that's very discouraging for chris because chris is down like i said over 200 pounds but to say that's not enough that is very difficult to hear (laughs)
1: Yeah, no, I feel for him because I feel like out of everyone on all the weight loss shows that we watch, Chris is doing the best, I feel. I feel like yeah. he's on top yeah. of it. He's sticking to his diet. He's doing whatever he can. And honestly, it could just be that now, you know, they always say like it's like the honeymoon, the first year after weight loss surgery when it starts falling off. But then it starts to get hard and your metabolism goes back to normal. So he's honestly going to have to work even harder But I think that if anyone deserves skin loss surgery, it's him because we have seen so much growth, so much strength, everything from him. Like I just really am rooting for him.
0: Me too. I want him to make this happen. And I feel like, like you said, the hard work has to pay off. That's what we've always been taught since kids. You work hard, you're going to get the payoff. And I want that for him. So as for things with Tammy, there's another major issue. So at the end of the episode, Tammy asked Amanda and Misty to stop by her apartment and get some things like a phone charger and some things that she needs because it's been five months since she's been able to go home. And unfortunately, when they get to her apartment, the door's wide open. It's been burglarized. There's things everywhere. This is another huge setback for her. How much can she really take emotionally on her own by herself? She already feels like her life is kind of living without her control. Things are going on without her control. She can't be around Gage. She can't be around her sister. Her sister Amy is pregnant. She can't even spend those moments with her sister bonding while she's pregnant. And now her apartment has been burglarized. And I just am worried about Tammy's emotional well-being at this moment.
1: No, definitely. I mean, I feel like everything possible is being thrown at poor Tammy. Like, I mean, having someone... I mean, I've never had someone burglarize my house, but I've had someone break into my car, and that is the most, like disgusting like you feel just like just I I can't even explain it it's just like so violating that someone has been in your space in your things and they've gone through it and like From the little clip that we saw at the end, we kind of see a little bit into her house, and they didn't just steal some stuff. They just destroyed everything, and that is, like, the most gut-wrenching thing to watch for anyone. So, honestly, like, I don't even know how they're going to tell her on top of everything else that they've had to tell her.
0: I don't (laughs) know. understand how they're going to be able to do it and then leave her there at that rehab Mm -hmm. center and expect her to keep working as hard as she needs to work to make it happen because she's only one person she can only take so much and when Mm -hmm. things seem like they say when it rains it pours it's literally a monsoon on tammy right now there's nothing going right For her and i'm just worried how that's gonna affect this journey for her because like we know she gives up when things get hard and things are more than hard now they're literally insanely impossible at this moment
1: i know it's i just really hope things get better for her
0: All right, guys, that's all the time we have this week for the TLC Weekly Roundup, The George Massey Show. I'm George Massey. This is my co-host, Sharona. Make sure you're following me on all social media platforms at Massey, georgemassey.com and anywhere you get your podcast. and you have to follow Sharona too. Her links are right here at the bottom. We will talk to all of you guys very soon next week for the next round of TLC shows. Talk to all you guys really soon.